Hi, this is Meatloaf. Okay, kids, you know what time it is? You know what time it is? It's Outlaw Radio Time! I'm through with standing in line for some fun to begin, but I found a good thing leaving me with a grin. It's time for Everybody's on YouTube, everyone has a podcast, and, uh, well, we are part of the everybody's. I, uh, I mention our podcast infrequently, but you can uh, simply say, well, the A word, A-L-E-X-A, I don't want to say it because she's right next to me, and then she'll start talking to me. But if you, if you say that, or any of your electronic devices, or what do they call them in, in this new world of 2023, your connected devices... You can simply say Magic Matt's Outlaw Radio, and a podcast will come up. And on YouTube, it's Magic Matt's Outlaw Radio. Punch it in that way. And thanks to our great radio stations across the country, including Wisconsin, where, uh, oh, the schools, oh, the, they're pulling some crap that'll just curl your friggin' toenails. You won't believe what's going down in Wisconsin, and I will get to that. And even if you don't live in Wisconsin, you'll want to hear this. It never stops. The wokeness never stops. Including, but not limited to, Taylor Swift. You know, that long-legged gal who is now starring in a music video. Cuddling a bearded double mastectomy female-to-male trans actor. She's, she's cuddling in her new music video for her song, Lavender Haze. Laith Ashley. <laughs> Lavender Haze. Yeah. That's funny. A biological woman. Well, that's what all the millennials and uh, the Gen Zs want. They want Lavender Haze. Yeah, it's not purple anymore. They want to wear those John Lennon glasses and see nothing but beautiful stuff out of them eyes. Laith Ashley, a biological woman who underwent transgender-related life-altering medical interventions to appear as a man, plays Taylor Swift's love interest in her new music video. In the video, a bearded Ashley can be seen, can be seen lying shirtless in bed, clearly after having undergone uh, life-altering medical interventions and all transgender-related a double mastectomy. In later scenes, Swift and Ashley are seen cuddling together in bed. Ashley took to Instagram to share images from the music video and purported uh, behind-the-scenes photos. Thank you, at Taylor Swift, for allowing me to play a small part in your story. You were brilliant, and this is an experience I will never forget. It was truly magical, Ashley said in the caption of the Instagram post. Your storytelling abilities through your music and visuals continues to leave me in awe-inspired and hopeful, the transgender actor added. Hopeful. Hopeful that what? Hopeful about acceptance? I mean, we it's pushed down our throats. Of course we accept. Do what you have to do to have a happy day. No one's pointing at you these days, right? Am I wrong about this, no, Tattoo Dave? of course not. I mean, nobody's making fun of anyone these days. They're so afraid of being thrown under the friggin' bus. And maybe literally. Yeah, it's... 
The transgender, uh, transgender actor added, thank you for being an ally. A representative uh, matters and love will always win. No, wrong. Love doesn't always win. Love doesn't always win. Nope. Now, am I being a negatron here or am I simply being honest about the facts of life? Truthful is best. Love doesn't always win. It's nice to be in love, although none of us can really explain what love is. I mean, I want to know what love is, said a famous singer from Foreigner so many years ago. Swift also shared images from the Lavender Haze music video to her Twitter account, writing, The Lavender Haze video is out now. There is lots of lavender. There is lots of haze. She sounds real smart. Uh, there is my incredible co-star, Laith Ashley, who I absolutely adored working with, the pop star added. The Lavender Hayes video is out now. Uh, ba 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 Swift, who is popular among young, impressionable kids, appears to be the first celebrity to feature a transgender individual in their music video in this manner. As celebrities, television shows, media outlets, and left-wing activists continue to hype transgenderism. See, this ain't just me. I mean, it's everywhere. You know, she has a big part in this whole Ticketmaster ordeal that's... Oh, yeah. You know that, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. And I pointed out uh, about a year and a half ago or so, and if I'm saying, it, you know, as you get into your upper 50s, um, as you start saying a year and a half ago, it could have happened five years ago. Yeah. <laughs> but... I went on record as saying, listen, the reason why... Because her daddy, Taylor, Taylor Swift's daddy, is a beautiful conservative man. He's a great guy. He loves America. He is a gun-toting conservative. But the reason she went this route is she wants to be a movie star. I said that, and watch her grow as a movie star. She needs the acceptance in the community, this Hollywood community. And when I say this, it's spitting distance from where we do our show here in the San Fernando Valley in the hills. Um, I, I want to get to the Democrats and activists jumping on the gun control uh, thing because of the Los Angeles shooting, which was a terrible, ugly, ugly thing. But uh, gun control is, uh, I think it, we've already exceeded all controls of guns in California. Have we not, Tattoo Dave? I don't think they can do anything more. I mean, right what there, more? Know. Chicago, big, big time gun control and see how that's working out? Yeah. This has nothing to do with gun control. I'll get to that in a second. Mark C.G. Boyer and Cole Guinness Book of World Records, he mentioned at break to Tattoo Dave something of interest. Yeah. Wow. Yes. Yeah. So so let's see, and, and especially if you're a poker player, as we are on this show, we play poker, we smoke big cigars, uh, we enjoy copious amounts of uh, beautiful booze, and love large prime steaks. Uh, but, you know, we'll uh, take a quality steak, uh, no matter what the uh, designation. Mark, try to make this count. I will do so. Um, poker Go has re-resurrected yeah. one of our favorite... Uh, sh- poker shows, high stakes poker. By the with, way, Mark C. G. Boyer cannot tell a story without including all of us. With uh, the so with, so it's our it's one of our favorite shows. Yes, it is. Yeah, okay. Uh-huh. With, uh huh. With a friend of the show, H. A. 
Benza is hooked. Oh, AJ Benza is. You know, AJ Benza would be over here in this 1876 Virginia City, Nevada style bar every other week if he still lived in town. But now he's living in Chicago, and I think he shoots the show with uh, Gabe Kaplan in Las Vegas. Yes, in the Poker Go studio. But I, lo- I love the guy. We'll get him on the phone at some point. He's he's one of the good guys in the business. Yeah. So they've been doing the show for many, many years. You mean commentating? Yes, uh, yeah. with uh, Kaplan doing color and describing the hands. Right. And when he and says high stakes poker, it's high stakes. It's these guys buy in for five hundred thousand dollars. I mean, yeah. it's it's a yes. lot of money at the table. Yeah, that's and a lot. and there's no um, appearance fees to show up. Right. Yeah, so it's their own money. Oh, so it's simply, now wait a second. No appearance fees? Yeah, we these don't... guys are playing with their money. Yeah. Huh, okay. All right. And in the middle of the show, after, you know, about uh, 30 minutes or so, Gabe paused for a moment. I wonder if they'd consider my $20 buy-in. Uh, I don't. Uh, uh, so Gabe paused for him and said, AJ, "I don't think that would get you a cup of coffee." Um, yeah, the because, only because you know you know that our poker nights here on Wednesday and then after this show, Outlaw Radio, uh, Magic Matt's Outlaw Radio on YouTube and across the country and great radio stations, uh, we play poker on Saturday nights as well. We do love poker. We enjoy poker, and uh, I can use the kingly we because all of us in this bar play poker. You yes, may speak for me. Yes, yes. Mark C G Boy. So Gabe paused and says uh, says to AJ, the only person at this table I know is Doyle Brunson. And I've played with him and I know him and he's a friend. But I don't know any of the other people who now, are here. Oh, God, I love his candor. See, Doyle Brunson is pushing 90 years old. Yep. He is one of the classic poker stars, been doing this when it was dangerous, meaning... Oh, they carried guns. Meaning house games, and yes, yes, they were armed at house games. He has been robbed by folks who knew the location of the game, and they were robbed at gunpoint. So this man, this old Texan, has seen it all, man, and I love this man. I love this Doyle Brunson. So Gabe says that's the only person I know, and I don't know these other kids. Yeah, I don't know how they play. Right. I don't know how any commentary I provide <laughs> on their play. He's saying this during the show. Yep. During the show <laughs> would be meaningful, and I I think that uh, I'm I'm done. And AJ, no, goes, no, no. Are you kidding? No. no. And AJ goes, this has got to be a bit. This is a bit, isn't it? And he goes, no, no. I'm serious. He's, and Gabe is looking at the producer. He's not looking at the camera. He's looking at the producer because this came out of the blue. And he says, you know, I I really have to say that I just don't belong here anymore. Wow. And I'm done. What was I saying? What was I saying at the top of last hour? I feel the same way. I don't I, I don't belong I don't belong here in 2023. I just uh, you know, let me cash out. <laughs> let, let me I'll finally get that damn trailer in northern Nevada, smoke my stogies, drink a little whiskey, have a little steak, let the good times roll. You know, I got I have no problem with that. I I have no matter how much money I've made in my life, I have always enjoyed a simple life. Meaning that I can, I love a great truck stop with biscuits and gravy and a chicken fried steak with with incredible amounts of corn and, and mashed potatoes yep. or a Morton's of Chicago. I mean, I can go from one extreme to the other. But I've never been that, that man who poo-pooed oh, that's way below me. I've never been that guy. I guess I guess I, I'm, I'm, 
I don't know. I, I may get that from my, my Uncle Dick in northern Nevada. He lives in Dayton, which is down Six Mile Canyon from the very famous Virginia City uh, that our bar here, this 1876 Virginia City Nevada-style bar, is based upon. So Gabe Kaplan, who is co-hosting this poker show right. with our buddy A.J. Benza, you said he's looking at the producer, not looking toward the camera. Correct. When he's making this statement about, I don't belong here? Right, and he said, I'm done. And A.J. is going, come on, you got to be kidding. Well, yeah, because A.J. is like, hey, man, I need the gig. Right. <laughs> don't screw me on this. And then for the rest of the show, Gabe is trying to get A.J. to talk poker. <laughs> You know, well, how, no. to, how to describe the hand okay, here, the strategy. Here's, here's, here's the th- hey, Mark, Mark, Mark learn to pause. All right? Yeah. Yeah, help me here. No. Yeah, work with me. It's called <laughs> it's called a conversation. That's where you talk, then I talk, then you talk, then I talk. It's like clapping. You put your hands together. You take them apart, <laughs> put them together again. You do that various times, and you get a clapping sound effect. Conversation is very much the same way. My point here is that A.J. Benza and I have been buddies for many, many years. And AJ professes to not knowing a lot about poker. He says he finds it interesting that these folks can plop down thousands upon thousands, sometimes hundreds of thousands of dollars and not even friggin' get misty-eyed when they lose. Yep. He finds it fascinating, but he himself is not a poker player. So for Gabe to depend on AJ <laughs> to, to sort of dissect a hand? No. Good luck, man. I'm going to miss it, Gabe. He's... Now, wait a second. Are you saying that he quit? Yes. Wait, he quit on that night? That night. Son of a gun. Good for him. Wow! You know, I ju- but that's a meltdown. No, I don't. Well, think so. it, I don't think so. <laughs> it's much like. Well, he probably just felt out of place there. It's mu- much like was it the original Tonight Show host? Um, not not Steve Allen, uh, but I think uh, Parr. Yeah, it was it was Jack Parr. It was much like Jack Parr. Boy, you have to be and and by the way, if you're if you're under 50 years old, work with me because we're talking about late night television that uh back in the day when it was really really good and entertaining and it wasn't political. Uh even though Jack Parr did throw some politics into it which got him into some trouble, Jack Parr was incredibly articulate and uh, erudite and a real exceptionally smart man who one night had enough with the powers that be at NBC and he quit on the show and walked off. Yep. And that was his last night. And I wonder if Gabe Kaplan was thinking this is a Jack Parr moment. Well, he stayed for the rest of the show. Yeah. And uh, that would be the end of it. And then AJ was really bewildered. Yeah. And I was saying, I, I don't want you to leave. Now, see, if why didn't you send me this info? Because I, I'd get AJ on the phone. In fact, it's still not out of the question because I'd like to. Uh, God, I'd love to talk to AJ yeah, about call this. Let's call him. Uh, yeah, I I will maybe at break. I'll try to get him on the phone, and if he if he answers, we'll slap him on the air. Wow, that would be great. That yeah, would be really great. Yeah, see, Mark, if you just th- think ahead. Well, I did not think that this little tidbit Mark was is really programmed. that interesting for the audience. This is this is but- incredibly interesting. When someone walks off the show, no matter what the show is, and it's it's hu- it's a human being. 
and it's real life. And I guess uh, for some reason, I thought, and man, was I wrong, as it turns out. I thought Gabe Kaplan needed the money. I guess he doesn't. Oh, uh, come on. Are you kidding? No, he's, he did he's really very well, well with the money from his TV show. Yeah, he's probably still banking on uh, Welcome Back, Carter. Of because course. He was, one of the, he was the main producer on that thing as well. And he made over $2, um, over $2 million in live poker earnings at uh, tournaments. So he doesn't need the money. So he was doing this as sort of a, a passion, I guess. Yeah. Well, and, I mean, you know, if you remember, you know, 30 years ago, yeah. he was the announcer in color for the ESPN yeah. World Series of Poker Final. Yeah, games. he's been a, he's been a poker lover for many, many years. I, I just looked it up quick, and it just came up. Gabe Kaplan net worth $50 million. Is that right? Yeah, he's he's just fine. Uh, yeah, so he doesn't need the few shekels that he's being paid by, because you know they're not getting rich on this show. No. Yeah. Well, but but poor AJ Benza. They, they need a they need a they need a Tony Dunst. They need somebody down there. Right, uh, uh, Maria Ho came Maria. to mind. Yeah, yeah. Because she's got she has a sense of humor, and that's some of the, what I really enjoy. She's with hot. Gabe. Yeah, she is. I I like Maria Ho an awful lot. I do too. But there is one negative. Uh oh. <laughs> She's female? <laughs> no. What? I love females. <laughs> Especially hot females. Because as we professed on this show, hey, and uh, this is for you women's livers out there, uh, your your number one job as a female is to what? Anyone? Anyone to be hot. Be hot. Be hot. Stay hot. That's it. Stay hot. Stay hot, San Diego. Yep. You, you, are, you are a sexual being, and stay hot. But this Maria Ho... Who is the, speaking of commentators and uh, a color guy for one of these poker shows, uh, we had him on the show once about four years ago. I, I even took him over to a Christmas party afterwards, uh, and Mark C.G. Boyer oh. went to his comedy show. At oh, the, yes, Stapleton, Joe Stapleton. Joe Stapleton. Joe Stapleton, who turned out to be a real douchebag. I mean, this guy is truly a douche-arama. And, and we got into it. He starts commenting on my Facebook page. And you, you can find that, M-A-T-T-A-L-A-N. It's my uh, personal Facebook page, Matt Allen, M-A-T-T-A-L-A-N. And I didn't start the fight, but Stapleton didn't like some of my more conservative views. So even though he had free drinks and free food all night at the Christmas party, and we treated him like royalty on the show. Was it Chris's house? Yeah, it was at Chris Brown's house. Yeah. It was one of those, those massive Christmas parties, yeah. live music. Uh, they, they, there was a show that night. It was a great time. He starts coming at me. And he had mentioned to me that uh, that Ho, what's her first name, Maria? Maria. Yes. Yeah. yeah, Maria Ho, the poker goddess. Um, he and Maria are very good friends. Uh, gun to my head, I would have to say that she would hate us <laughs> beca because of our political views. 
That's my gut. That's my gut on this. And, uh, you know, nothing against Maria. Then there's this blonde chick who does a pretty good job. You never think of her name, and you know she was a hottie in her 20s because she's still really cute, sort of mousy blonde oh, now. Um, but she uh, she is a women's liver from way back. Oh, I know how you're talking I think she's about. like 45 years old now, but, uh, yeah, whatever 45 looks like these days, uh, she looks like she could be 30. Lynn? Uh, no, I don't know. Hey, Democrats and activists jumped the... Holstatter. Uh, what's her name? Holstatt. Wrong. Just stop guessing. Please, please help help move the show along. Stop your guessing. It ain't a game show. <laughs> yes. Ding, 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 ding. Although I would like to win something. It's <laughs> uh, not Jamie Holstatter. Okay. Democrats... <laughs> okay, okay. let me ask you this, Tattoo Dave. Are you within striking distance? I am not. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I, I purposely, I purposely positioned myself because... Could you, could you take one of those Jim Beam bottles and, <laughs> and smack him over the friggin' head? Well, because it would make for good... Uh... Gun control groups can never be bothered to wait for the details, and we all know this. High-profile shooting happens, uh, responding to the Monterey Park shooting in California. And for those of you uh, watching or trying to enjoy Outlaw Radio right now, uh, that would be about 15, 18 miles from where we emanate here in the San Fernando Valley. Monterey Park is considered East L.A. And now these these friggin' nutbags, of course, are going nuts because it's all about gun safety. 72-year-old man suspected of killing 10, wounding 10 more. It was it was 11, terrible. 11. Yeah, okay, right. It's 11 now. Yep. And a Lunar New, New Year celebration, and authorities still trying to nail down a motivation. You know, they, they, he had no ties to any of them. Yeah, wow. None of them. Wow. Well, and he's Asian himself, right? right? Right, so at first they said hate crime, but how could that be? Yeah. Well, self-hating. Well, you know, who knows? But, of course, gun control, the, man. Just a cower, cowardice em, emerether. Emer, no, yeah. I mean, just come on, man. But gun control groups jumping feet first into their typical yeah. gun control talking points. Oh, yeah. We found rounds at his house, and he, <sighs> he was manufacturing. Come on. He bought guns. He had ammo. He, you know, whatever. The, uh, the Monterey Park community uh, deserved better. David Hogg declared that this uh, wouldn't have happened if we had leaders who did their job. Wrong. Uh, Newton uh, Action Alliance complained that Congress won't pass an assault weapons ban. Does this have any... T tell me what an assault weapon is, Tattoo Dave. I, any weapon is any, an assault. Yes. Right? Yes. I, a baseball bat. But, I, I, could, I could blind myself with a piece of paper. It's a... You know, I mean... But they keep using this sort of vernacular it's, when it comes to weapons. They call it assault weapons, which if you ban assault weapons, you are banning all weapons. Yeah. Period. Yep. Of course, uh, politician douchebags join them. Uh, Rep. Adam Schiff. Hey, what's he doing these days? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Said that we'll never quit demanding real action on gun safety. And, of course, Senator Bernie Sanders uh, said that it was a reminder that Congress must act boldly and now. California Governor Gavin Newsom, he's our uh, governor. The man who resembles Eddie Munster from the Munsters. Have you ever really taken a close look at that hair? Uh, Gavin uh, Nuisance called for real gun reform at a national level. Uh, you're not going to keep guns out of the hands of bad guys. Ever. Uh, ever. 
The guns that are used by bad guys are usually not legal and they're untraceable. It gets so it it gets incredibly frustrating. Yeah, I'm going to say that not all the time that is the truth. Right. But you know, maybe some of the times it doesn't it doesn't matter though. You take it away from law-abiding citizens, the black market will provide it to those who want it. Always. If you want something bad enough, you will get it. Right. At whatever cost. All right. Uh, when we return, Bill Mahar says officials are reacting to migrant surges in their areas by saying, we're all full, which was what they're not supposed to say <laughs> when we return on Outlaw Radio. What are we supposed to say? Drinking, smoking. Interrupting Outlaw Radio.